We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Tell your smart speaker to play 93.7 WEEI. Gresham Fourier on WEEI. Our goal is to win, for Christ's sakes. And you keep talking about the CBT. You keep talking about prospects and your long-term goal. Like, you just basically told us we ain't good enough. We suck. You let us down. Angry Lou. Angry Lou. A hole the size of I don't even know what in that bullpen. Keep playing like dog Recall by manager Lou. Go get me a goddamn first baseman. That's what I want. I don't want an outfielder D8. I need a first baseman. Okay, Lou, I'll ask you something. What? How do you go into the season without a closer? How do you not address the closer situation? Lou, what's up, Bill? Good, how are you doing? Good. Well, it's always great to have you here, Lou. Yeah, buddy! Our guy Lou Marloni is back, just like he was last year with us. Uh, and our guy, uh, Lou Merloni, is brought to us by McFarlane Energy, the heating, cooling, and bioheat delivery pros that Eastern Mass and all of Cape Cod depend on at McFarlaneEnergy.com, by the E.L. Harvey companies, including Nossip Disposal and Mega Disposal, your local trash collection and recycling providers, and by Eviva Trattoria, Italian-inspired, locally made from fresh, whole, locally sourced ingredients. Wow. And our Italian stallions <laughs> on the Harbor uh-huh. One hotline, our guy Lou Merloni. Hello, Lewis. What's up, boys? I felt like nothing's really changed since the last time I've talked to you maybe <laughs> a year ago going into the season. You're right. It's funny, Lou. So I'm like right. looking at the Twitch stream right now, and it's uh, it's like, woohoo, Lou's here. I hate the socks. Woohoo, Lou. Ah, oh, the socks suck. I mean, it is, <laughs> it is crazy, the emotional reaction that is, uh, I guess, targeted to the Red Sox. And I'm curious, you know, you did the whole fantasy cap, uh, fantasy camp a couple oh, yeah. weeks ago, right? And then, uh, obviously, you watched Winter Weekend. Yeah. So yeah. let's start with Winter Weekend. Well, I mean, you know, I'm not really, like, up on stage and seeing the arena with Sam and all those guys. I'm just kind of walking around, take pictures. I sign autographs and do all that sort of thing. So everybody there is kind of excited Ooh. for baseball. But Do you walk around in your jersey? Yeah, well, they make you. They kind of okay. Yeah, they kind of make you. But it's it's the same thing. It's and I I really didn't think we were gonna be here. You know, like I kept in the fall. I was the winter. I was like, let's just see how this thing shakes out. But it's the same thing as last year. Do they have some good players? Yes, they don't have enough. They've got an obvious hole in the rotation. Jordan Montgomery is sitting out there right now. He would clog in this rotation. He would give you 180 innings. You'd be able to move Hauk or Whitlock or whatever to that bullpen. You'd solidify a bullpen. All of this chaos and all of this winter, if they just woke up one day and just said, you know what, let's just dive in. Let's do something reckless. I don't know, sign a guy for five years because next year, next year all you got is Bayo. We're in the same boat. I don't care if the kids are playing great or not. You don't have any pitching. You know, I don't know what Whitlock and Hauk and Crawford are going to become. Who knows, Winkowski. But the bottom line is, is like, I don't know what you're waiting for. Those guys don't pitch. You need pitching. Well, and Lou, that's what I was going to ask you is who, like, what would you consider to be the core 
that the Red Sox hope take a step forward so that it then pushes them to want to spend some money in 2025? Well, I mean, you know, if you're not talking about minor leaguers, you kind of got it. You know, you've got Bayo in the rotation. You've got Casas. You've got Devers here long term. You've got Duran and Yoshida. Hope there's a year two kind of an improvement. I mean, you can't, Trevor Story, you kind of have it. You know what I mean? You can't just sit around and wait for kids in double A in Teal and Anthony and Meyer to be like, okay, we're going to wait for them to get to the big leagues. So, number one, some rookies aren't good for it takes a couple years. And the other part is like some of those guys don't even pan out. Can you imagine back in 14, we sat there and said, we're going to wait for Benintendi Moncada? Like, you know, oh, it's, it's, it's a great point. Yeah, Devers turned out, so maybe you get one good player out of him, a great player out of him. But, and, and the other thing is, like, all winter long, all winter weekend long, like a media, everything, you're those three prospects, and you're hearing ownership sit there and say, we're, you know, we're waiting for these guys. Like, huh. basically, we're waiting for these guys before we try again, as far as spending money and really think we can win. These kids are in double A. They're trying to figure out how to, how to hit down in Trenton and, and, and Portland, Maine. They don't need like the franchise in the city on their backs waiting for them to be good. It's a lot of pressure. That's, I was going to say it's a lot of pressure. Hey, listen, hurry up and get good so we can win some games. Um, so you mentioned Montgomery. So uh, if the money, because all I'm hearing now is just a lot of rumors about, hey, they're still going to spend, they're still going to spend, and then I keep seeing Montgomery's name pop up, I'm wondering what the hesitation would be. Is it still like, ah, we don't want to spend money, we're going to spend less? Or like it's just weird that like the the PR move that the Red Sox are ma- making with with all these announcements and and leaks. I guess I would use. Yeah, it is um, the messaging. You know, which really has been the problem. I would say more than anything, right? Uh, um, like, what is what is the direction? What is going on? Why don't you want Montgomery? You know what I mean? Is it? Listen, I get it. He's not perfect. He's not an ace. He pitches to contact. You don't have the best defense in the world. But right, as of right now, you know James Paxton and Chris Sale. Say what you want. You got durability in Giolito. He'll give you innings. I don't know the quality, but he'll give you innings. Those two guys, like Paxton, for like sixteen starts, he was pitcher of the month in the American League in June. Sale looked like himself for about eight starts. You've replaced those two guys that threw really well at times for Giolito. So a two for one. Like and then the need was starting pitching coming into it. And this guy Montgomery is gonna he's been a three five ERA the last three years. He gives you thirty one starts. He pitches ass off in the postseason, which you know should matter around here. He was great for them. All of it goes away. That just inking this guy to a five year deal, six year deal. Will it be perfect? Will it be awesome for five years? Probably not. But right now, that's sort of like that's like remember when they signed Devers, it was sort of like you lost out on Mookie and Xander, like that's the tax you pay, a little extra dollars. Well, you, you, by having to pay Jordan Montgomery as a tax, and it's called, we don't have any starting pitching in our system, and they're not close tax. You know? I, I got Lou Merloni with Gretchen Fourier. He'll be with us every uh, every day or every Friday at noon uh, to uh, talk baseball. Wow, you're going to run out of things. I, I have a – I think – you caught me on a good day. Well, I know, but you know, camp he's having any, spring training hasn't even started. Like, I don't know if you're going to make it to the end, Lou. I guess is my is my, well, is my I'm worry. Just, well, until I, I don't see think those you're going to make it. I don't think you're going to make it. Sign right. Like, listen, I'm. I just, you know, I'm in the same boat like as I was last year. And to be honest with you, a lot of stuff went right last year. Just to sort of be in it to the All Star break. Your bullpen. You're you were the best team in baseball after leading after seven innings. 
You know, and they got those two guys out there still. And it's like, you know, Bayo, I think there is improvement. I think Pavetta is some improvement. And, but it's like, you know, last year you, you, you got pretty good performance out of Jaron Duran and, and, you know, and also Casas at first base. Like a lot of things went well, Duvall and Turner, and you ended up in last. So you're relying on that again. You're relying on them being able to find something, whether it's Hauk or Whitlock at this point, that's going to be in this rotation. And then you're also relying on health because, you know, the depth – it can be questionable. So there's good players. There are. There's some really good players on this team, and and we'll see how the, how the whole thing shakes out. But I just wonder if you've got enough of them. Well, Lou, one of the guys who's walking in the door is Vaughn Grissom. Yeah. And that was the trade for Chris Sale. And I know they have Ozzie Albies down there in Atlanta, and they have, what is it, like seven all-stars position players or something like that crazy in Atlanta. They do an unbelievable job of evaluating talent. Yeah. Should I be a little worried that Atlanta was willing to give up Grissom and not maybe someone else? Like, did they keep the good guy in Albies and sort of give us some hope the way we did when we traded Moncada for sale to the White Sox, or am I overthinking it? Yeah, I mean, there's a little bit of that. You never know. Um, but it is the Braves, and their lineup is so stacked that you know he's not going to play over Albies. Albies is is a stud; he's an all star. So um, you know they they just kind of sometimes good organizations deal with surplus, and they're like, how do we improve? You know, where do we go with this? So now you bring in Chris Sale, but I think he's an intriguing guy. I met him all the weekend. Real polite guy, nice guy, uh, athletic. I know he can hit. And I think defensively, once you settle in at second and stop messing around with center, left field and shortstop or shortstop mainly, I think he can settle in. And, and that could end up being a very good thing for this team for the next five or six years. So we'll see what Sale does. I, you know, the revisionist history on Sale is kind of tired, to be honest with you. Everybody and their brother wanted to fire Hein Bloom for not trading him, and now everyone's pissed off that yeah. Breslow did trade yeah. I can't keep up. Yeah, it's uh, because he's going to have a – watch him go out and have a great year this well, year Well, that's also. the other thing, Fourier. You yeah. know, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, listen, Sale, you know, with a healthy offseason, I think he's going to be good this year, and I do think he's going to be good this year. That was drinking the Kool-Aid. That was your employed by the Red Sox. Now <laughs> that he's on the Braves, now uh, all those same people are saying the same thing. Yeah. No, I think uh, for because me... Because he's going to have a good year. Yeah, I mean, for me, it wasn't so much that they moved sale. It's just that the identification feels like it was made. Go get that guy. That's our long-term second baseman. And is he just going to be Grissom, another guy who might be in a long list of people that will be up and down and struggle this mm -hmm. year as we struggle through watching this baseball team this season? Yeah. yeah. And Lou, we talked about uh, you talked about the messaging, and I think that's and I think we've talked about this so many times about just how they just need a guy to handle the messaging, you know, so they don't end up contradicting themselves and talking about the defense and and the Fenway experience. Mm. That's one. That's one of the lines that Tom Warner threw out there as far as ticket prices being high and you know and the team yeah. not being very good. But hey, hey. We sell the Fenway experience. I'm I'm worried. I'm I'm um, curious about your thoughts on that. Well, I think a Red Sox fan's Fenway experience is is hearing dirty water because it's a W, you know, a win at the end of the game. Um, Chicago Cubs experience fans, they come to Fenway and think it's really cool, like the whole experience. So to me, when I think experience, what Red Sox fans want, your fans, they want wins. So I, I don't want to make it too entertaining for opposing teams to bring their fans there because to be honest with you, last year, like, yeah, there was a lot of that. There was a lot of home runs in the top of the first at Fenway Park and the place erupts. And it's like, 
you know, Cora talked about it before, saying, you know, we need to make Fenway a tougher place to play for opposing teams. Now, a lot of that is playing better baseball at home, but I think that was also a message like, I'm kind of tired of hearing other fans cheer for other teams hit home runs against us. Lou, uh, is there enough middle relief depth to get through what might be a lot of nights where those guys need to be in play? And, like, if you're on the back end of the bullpen, what the hell are your expectations going into this year? Yeah. I, I think, um, well, if you sign Jordan Montgomery, you got plenty, you know, because now Mahalk goes out there and Whitlock goes out there and you're locked and loaded. You know, you've got multi-inning guys. So I think Winkowski, they're trying to stretch out. He could end up being, um, you know, maybe even down in AAA, kind of trying to be a AAA starter kind of depth-wise. So, listen, you got a pretty good bullpen right now, you know, very similar to what you had last year. But the longer this goes, the more I wonder why Kenley Jansen's on this team. You know, and, and I know he's a good closer, and I think last year it was more of like, I always felt before the year started that he was going to get a lot of saves based on just experience and moxie. And you saw that last year. There was a lot of times I'm like, oh, boy, and he got out of it. Um, he's getting older. It's one year, $16 million. I know much teams that are kind of going for it. Like, value closers. Maybe he's an eighth-inning guy for somebody else. On this team here, I just wonder, Kenley Jansen sitting here at spring training going, why am I here? Like, we're cutting payroll. We're waiting for the kids in double-A. I'm a big league closer. Why am I here? Why Why am I not dealt for a double-A arm? You know, they've got Hauk can close. They've got Martin can close. Like, they've got some internal options. Maybe Whitlock can close. I don't know. Maybe maybe he will be moved before that, but it's not that I don't think he's great. I just wonder, given where they're putting this team together, why is he here? And, and off the whole, like, uh, just pitcher and Montgomery, is Montgomery a Boris guy? Yes. Basically, okay. Boris has every free agent left. Really? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I don't want to say it's collusion, but it feels like, Lou, that the owners or general managers are much more willing to try to make Boris blink because we're what? two weeks from spring training starting, and Boris is like, yeah, my guys will find jobs. They'll be okay. I, I wonder if that uh, dance is kind of still going on within the business of the game relative to that agent in particular. Yeah, and I think really when it comes to Montgomery, I think there's a waiting game going on to find out maybe the Rangers trying to figure out what they're doing with their TV. Like the, the whole uh, bankruptcy thing, they, they lost a money. lot of money. Lost a lot of money in the, the bankruptcy. They're trying to figure out what's going on. They don't know if they've got that kind of cash. I just saw they signed Robertson for like ten million a reliever. But I think the Boris, and it really makes sense. The guy won a World Series there. Hello, that's a pretty good experience. It was only a half a year. Maybe I want to go back and play for the Rangers again. It's a pretty good club. So maybe there's a waiting game going on there. Um, I saw some reports that the Red Sox are still in on him. I don't know if that's a push to get Texas to kind of up the money. Um, so I, you know, I, I don't know what is going on with say Bellinger, you know, and Snell and Montgomery. It's like, dude, what are you doing? Yamamoto signed like a month ago. I thought that was going to like get everybody going here and they're at a standstill. Wow. Crazy stuff, but mm -hmm. never crazy to talk to our guy, Lou Maloney, as we will every Friday at noon as the baseball season is about to begin. Uh, any leans for the conference championship games this weekend? I kind of like the dogs. I mean, I, I feel like we wake up Monday and you guys are talking about, you know, wh whether uh, Lamar Jackson has turned the corner after a big loss, and then you start questioning whether Brock Purdy and San Fran, why didn't they sign Brady 17 years ago? So <laughs> I like the dogs.
Interesting. Yeah, I'm going. I'm I'm leaning to Baltimore, and I I'm I'm Fourier gut feeling it, and I hate every second of it. Well, definitely with the points. I like the four and seven. Yeah, no, and, and those are good numbers too. Yeah. You know, hopefully you get a hook in there, and that'd be nice. And mm-hmm. there you go. There's the betting talk with Lou. I love it. No, I don't bet LSU bets. football. I just you know, and I am uh, 21 uh, years old, so it's all yeah. legal for me. How about that? That's right, Kayshawn. What would have been your <laughs> What would have been your stage name in college had you done the Kayshawn Booty and had to come up with a fake name <laughs> for your online gambling account? <laughs> What is what is the rule for you with the porn name? The, the street you live on? Uh, your middle name? Yeah, your middle name and, and the street, street you grew, you grew up, up on. Yeah. There yeah. you go. My betting name would be Billy Melon. There we go. Ooh, Billy William Melon. I figured you would have gone like uh, Federal Hill Restaurant or something like that. You'd be like Joe Constantino or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, absolutely. You know, when I did check in on the road, I always went under Vito Corleone. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Victor uh, Maitland was mine. <laughs> <laughs> Beverly Hills cop. Is this the gentleman that ruined the buffet at the Faro Club? <laughs> Lou, thank you, buddy. We appreciate you. Glad to have you Thanks, back buddy. on. We'll check, uh, check you next week. You got it, guys. All, All right. right. There we go, man. Oh, my God. God, I love me some Lou. Love Lou Merloni. We will get uh, back into the uh, football because there are championship games being played this weekend, Fourier, and there's a lot at stake. And is Andy Reid... Really going to retire? Or is this all poppycock? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now, more Crash and Fourier. On WEEI and streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. Question for you, Fourier. What does script tell you about this weekend? Oh. Well, well, here uh, we go. Uh, I was. This was all bullcrap to begin with. And I'll tell you what the script is telling yeah. me. Oh, here we go. Yeah, I'll focus on Baltimore. You're, you're, you tell me if I'm right or wrong. You're Mr. Script. So, what does the script say this weekend when Tay Tay will be showing the? Uh, well, not exactly, but will be able to address Tay Tay showing showing the what? Uh, huh. Because it's not going to be as cold in Baltimore or whatever. But. So. The uh, yeah, so yeah. let's just focus on the Kansas City yeah, Chiefs. Here we go. Let's and make the Baltimore sure, Ravens. Let's make sure that we we set this aside because Christian at the beginning of the year we were breaking his balls about the whole oh Taylor Swift it's all a work it's a script da da da. Now you got the brother going shirtless in uh-huh. the luxury suite where she is. Mm-hmm. 
The wife is horrified because, oh, my God, yep. what is Taylor going to think? Yep. So we brought in now more Kelsey family. Yep. We've put the Swift family in this because I don't know how they benefit from all this. Supposedly it was just the NFL and Taylor, and now you have all these other – and Brittany Mahomes is tied up in it. So Can't get enough camera time. So I will you know say what? this. Uh, you are the Vince Russo. Here it is. Of football. Here's, uh, what's the script? Massive backfire in Baltimore. All the love – all the like, I think they were a little overwhelmed. The Buffalo fans were so welcoming and so open and just like affected by the whole Taylor Swift, uh, Kelsey family, like, you know, experience. They were, they were, they were nuts over it. Uh, Jason Kelsey is jumping out and the fans are taking pictures with him. He's received well everywhere. Yeah. I bet, I bet you that the Baltimore Ravens fans are probably like saying, not in our house. Don't jump out of that building. We're going to smack you with some eggs. They, he will not do what he did. The Baltimore Ravens, because he's there to root for the Chiefs, not the Ravens. He's a Chiefs fan. Do you think that he's going to be able to pull off that stuff? No, yeah, because uh, not Jason, a chance. Because Jason Kelsey is beloved. Again, he, look, first, first of all. First time he was at a game, everyone kind of let him go. He's wearing the sweats and no shirt, and he's yeah. drinking Bud Light. Yeah. Yeah, he'll be doing that again. I don't. And how do you think he got think, that Bud Light can in his hand? What? What? Oh, oh, you mean Taylor Swift handed it to him? What do you mean? They, if anybody has changed their image, it's Bud Light. Oh no! Listen, Bud. Uh, so after wait being a, canceled, hold on, hold on. Bud Light is part of it. Oh, 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 so now Bud Light is in on this, right? Absolutely. And they just happen. Absolutely. To, and Bud Light just happened to sign a deal with UFC as well because why right, do you think they're doing the that? Script. Why, why no? do you think you see Peyton Manning and Emmett Smith commercials with with Bud Light? No. Bud Light said, "Hey." Just act like a big crow magnum man. Be take your take your shirt off here. We have these sweats to wear them if you want, but really down the Bud Lights and make sure you show men that you're drinking Bud Light. He's an affable offensive lineman who people True. love in part because of their podcast, and they realize the guy's a little goofy. Do you know what the majority of those Baltimore fans I think say? Hey, there's the guy that dressed all funny at at the Philadelphia parade. He seems cool. Oh, by the way, if I love Taylor Swift and I can get a picture with Jason Kelsey, then I'm a half a step away from Tay Tay. I don't think you're, you're going to. You're making it sound not like gonna Kelsey's going to jump out. He's going to get the schniz beat out of him. I think it's going to be just the opposite. The response is going to be negative. We're talking AFC Championship game here. We're not take, talking divisional round. Taylor Swift this doesn't is, get booed. No, this is different. This is for all the marbles. So why would you engage with her or that whole that whole thing that's going on? I don't. He won't do it again. I guarantee you, I'll put a pizza on this that he does not act the same way. He knows that if, if, if let's say, if you're a fan, and if you saw that, you'd be like, look at these Buffalo Bills just all affected. And like, they're just, just kissing his ass and like, you know, and encouraging him. And, and we lost. Yeah. We lost. I and thought- all we're doing <sighs> is sitting there putting this guy up on a pedestal. I'm not saying that he's not beloved. No, but I thought Bills fans were the Billy Badasses, not you the thought. people in Baltimore. No, they're more of a yes. party group. They're, yeah. the, they're the juggalos. And if, if that. Good line. Right. right. Are they not- close to that? But you're making it sound like Baltimore's going to be the gathering. Where they're going to beat him over the head with Fagos. <laughs> I do feel like that's more likely than not. And for people who don't know what Fago is, it's a pop. Google it. F A I G O. The great Fago pop and orange Fagos. Fantastic. I don't think it, I don't think they're going to have. I think they're going to be surprised by the reception that they get. 
interesting because we know it's going to be all over TV, whatever it was, 50 million people watched, you know, the last game and stuff like that. And listen, there is no question. Look, for the NFL, this is why they didn't need Taylor Swift because at the end of the day, and we've gone through this list, they have like 96 of the top 100 shows or whatever in terms of viewers and all that. So really, instead of it saying in the number four spot, AFC championship game, 38 million people, it might say 51 now. So maybe they move up a tick. But really, at the end of the day, these games are going to be watched by tens of millions to people to begin with. Now the number is just stupid because you have the Swifties kind of coming along. So right now, if you're CBS, you are praying to God, praying to God, that Kansas City wins this game and you end up with the possible Taylor Swift Super Bowl conflict. Have you heard of this for you? What did she got know? like a what did she got like a world tour or uh, was she oh, uh, I mean I is she going to sing the halftime uh, I, I, I thought do this the halftime show I thought this would have been in the script that you were giving no, no, no. writing uh the night before the Super Bowl I do believe Taylor Swift is scheduled to perform in Japan so she would then perform in Japan hop on a private jet fly her wow. way to where is it Vegas. this year Vegas Let's so, see. Can she make it? So let's say that's okay. She performs Saturday night in Japan, which is basically they're like they're they're ahead of us, right? She, or behind us? Uh, I have no idea. All right. So here it is. Here uh, this this actually now that I'm looking at it, she is in uh, Bunkyo City, Tokyo. Okay. On Wednesday, February seventh, and Friday, February 9th. Oh, so no no game night before. Okay. So she's good. She'll uh, make it. Uh. Well, kind of because, let me see. Hold on. So it would be Friday, February 9th, 4 p.m. our time, which would be Saturday, what are they, whatever. It would be like Saturday in the middle of the afternoon, I think, or something like that. So then her Saturday flying backwards, it does get a little wonky, but the whole point is, is that... For someone who has also talked about carbon emissions as well, she'll be hopping into her plane and, you know, flying over the Pacific and all that stuff hmm. to be able to make it here. I they think, are 14 hours ahead. Okay. Ahead so of us. 14 ahead. So if Ooh, we... getting a headache just trying to do the math. Right, right, right. <laughs> Basically, she has to hump it to get on the plane, get done with the show, get on the plane. Oh, yeah. Get her you know, rear end over there. There's a helicopter. that and She's like, they're like uh, rescuing her out of the, that's going to be the last act. No, uh, no, no. Uh, and you know as well as I do, because you and I have been to Vegas a time or two. Yeah. There will be cameras, because it's not that the airport is not that far away from yeah. really the strip. There will be people there waiting Taylor has landed. You yep. know what I mean? The TMZ people will be there. CBS, CBS will have somebody there. Again, though, CBS is like. That's what they want. That they is obviously want that. No Of course question. they do. Um, but they're not going to get it because the script has them uh, out of the Super Bowl. Oh, my God. Taylor's working two dates at the Tokyo Dome. That's 70,000 people. 
Well, I mean, that's, that are you is, surprised? I'm not surprised at all. No, well, she sells out everywhere, and they were, and that's like seventy thousand is just actual seats. Then you got the floor. Yeah, there's that too, and the Tokyo Dome. I mean, very famous for pro wrestling and all different kinds of events over there. And uh, give yeah, me a favor, so, grab grab Calvin real oh, quick. Oh, you want Calvin? Let me and just Beverly see. On Kelsey. All uh, right. What is the deal, uh, Calvin, with your uh, Kelsey uh, topic? I just wanted to poke like a little hole in your conspiracy theory that you brought in Bud like Bud Light to it and they're trying to re like redo their image. He wasn't even drinking Bud Light. It was Labot Blue Light. I thought it was Bud Light. Was no, it really? I, I think I, it was Bud you Light. You know what? Now that I think of it, Calvin might be right because really? there, yeah, look at it that was, picture it was now. a white Coop, bring it up. It was a white can and it had a Canadian flag on it, so he might be right. He I'm, may be right. I'm not a I'm not a beer guy, so I don't really know. But I but Bud but Light that, is pretty no, distinguishable. That does make sense. I, I don't think he was holding a blue can. I think it was a, a white can that had the Canadian flag on it. You might have to do a little cursory uh, Google search over there on uh, all of this. Now let's actually get to the game. I uh, Christian, I'm having a hard time. Because this oh, is where... It is. That is Bud Light. Doesn't it say Bud Light? No, it says Blue Light. It says Blue. Oh, that is... Oh, that is so very... That, so your oh, whole now premise, you're zooming in. So it's your whole premise has now been... You didn't get the rewrites. It's completely... You didn't, yeah. It is. You didn't get the... Yeah, I got what the happened secret, to the script? You know what they did? Oh, they gave me the go. They gave me the copy that they didn't want... They, they didn't care if somebody knew. Oh. That's what they did. They gave me... people leak out. Yes, they gave me the one that they were willing to kill. Oh, I got it. Because that's what happened. All right. They just used me. Just zoom out, Coop, because it literally looks like Bud Light. I didn't even think of the beer piece of it because I don't care about it but that's I not the under, one i was thinking of when he was in the uh, in the in the uh um, it was the one he had in the other hand yes there and like go. where uh the mahomes's wife and uh her were like and taylor swift were hugging you could see him drinking it in the background i think it's called it's a like a picture a blue light or something like that and some people are like he makes it looks like a seven ounce can you know what he's got like it's almost hey, like andre the giant that's what i was just gonna say cool pull up andre the giant holding a regular beer it's kind of funny Oh, there you go. And you see the wife in the background. No, but there's another. Okay. She's like fine. four or five. There's another one where he's sitting in the back and Mahomes' wife and Taylor Swift are hugging on each other, jumping all over the place. And and this is, and that's, and then you see him drinking a Bud Light. Different can. You're, you are, you're reaching. But no. you know what? You're trying though. Again, you're like a, you're like a wrestling writer. You're writing storylines here. Where is it? Uh, Damn it. I I have a uh, I have a a conflict really. What's the I don't conflict? Know, that looks like a white can. It is. It is oh, we're talking about it. He had put his shirt back on. He was sitting in the back. This is when he jumps out. See there? Yeah, there he, you go. No, but in the at look the at end that of the game right there. By the way, did you see that? You think he's going to get that type of response when he goes to Baltimore? Mm, Not a chance. No, yeah. it's sponsored by Blue Light. Because uh, uh, people because people want see. Look at all the security. They're going to have a ton of security people there because they're going to make sure the Taylor's protected. He'd be able to do it. Here's the question, okay? I'm having a hard time on this game because Patrick Mahomes has that Tom Brady effect, but I can't get out of my head, Christian. That and I hate the oh, it's time or they're due. I bust your balls on that all the time. But it just feels like everything is set up perfectly for Baltimore. They're relatively healthy. They had that week off. They get this game at home. And this is a major, this is the moment in Lamar Jackson's career. In a year where he's won the MVP, in a year where he's healthy, 
him and Mahomes may end up having a duel, but I just can't. I can't wrap. I, I'm trying to be like, God dang, Kansas City's going to win this game. And every time I break it down or think about it, I come back to, I think Baltimore is going to win. And yet I don't believe it, but I picked that's them. That's the Brady effect. I'm it is the Brady effect, and that's why it's so funny because I'm sitting here and we're having this long discussion about uh, uh, Bill Belichick and his legacy and all that other stuff. And I'm just curious if uh, Mahomes is the new Brady, mm-hmm. six consecutive AFC championship games, and Andy Reid is the coach. I guess Andy Reid is just some chump and, and, and just literally just you know asking if he can be involved. And Patrick Mahomes is doing all the work. Why isn't it switched? Why isn't it flipped? It's the same thing. So is Andy Reid just a uh, you know glorified offensive coordinator, or what is he doing? Preach. I it just it just I, don't, right. I didn't mean to kind of hijack it, but you're sitting there talking about it. I'm he like, couldn't, hey, Andy Reid couldn't get Donovan McNabb over the do hump it. and win a Super Bowl. No, but couldn't beat you guys. So no, and here must, he is. He must not be great. It, that it, means it, he was a glorified defensive coordinator for a dynasty. Okay, oh, and that's Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless. Okay, which Jesus. is I, I think it's just insane. So your point, your feelings are real, and I would listen to them. I would, I would, I would not. Um, I would go towards the whole. But it's Patrick Mahomes until he proves you wrong. Yeah, no. Until he proves you wrong, and this is what everyone used to say. And I uh, wouldn't bet against them. And I'm not, you're going to give me you're going to give me 20 reasons why the Baltimore Ravens can win, and then at the end, it's I there's going to be to you're going to be like, what is that? Mm-hmm. that Patrick I, Mahomes. You're exactly right. I I just like Baltimore defensively. I think they're in as good a shape as they can be. Marlon Humphrey didn't play last week. That's a key thing to watch because uh, the, the the Baltimore defense, with and without Humphrey, the, the passing numbers are kind of – there's a stark difference there. So you need Humphrey to get back in, and the linebackers have to be massive. You know, Patrick Queen, guys like that. Uh, uh, who's the other one? The guy they got from uh, uh, the Bears last Roquan year. Smith. Roquan Smith, thank you. Like, you need your linebackers to be big. You need your corners to shut down. Kyle Hamilton, the safety, is playing great. But I just kind of think that if it comes down to it and a play needs to be made, it feels like this is the year where everything is set for Lamar Jackson to make that play. You know, you know what Whereas else? in years he hasn't. I would add this. When we were speaking with Baldy, and this is the era that people, when people think of the Chiefs, they don't think of their defense. Right. Their defense is playing great. They're beat. They're deep. Think if you're on their defense and nobody's even talking about you. You've been disrespected and nobody's. I mean, think about that. Chris Jones is an elite player. I mean, it's not like it's not like they, they don't have a good defense and, and they have a really good defensive uh, coordinator and Steve uh, Spagnola. So the challenge, I think the 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 unsung hero in this game, when it's all said and done, will be the Chiefs' defense. Mark Andrews, the tight end, he's coming back, so they'll have two good tight ends. They have all the receivers, they have all their backs, and they have Lamar Jackson. It would not be surprised if they find a way to do what we all said was Lamar Jackson's biggest issue. If he doesn't have the ability to escape and run, how can he throw the football? If he doesn't have the benefit of play-action passes and misdirection, and he literally, it's third and eight, no one's going to bite on your play fake because they know you're going to run, and they don't let you escape to the right or the left out the back, and they don't let you go forward, can you throw it? That's always going to be following him until he does it. That's right. And this feels like the right kind of offense and team for him to be able to maybe exercise that demon. Uh, Anything on the NFC championship game that stands out to you? 
I know that if San Francisco wins, I'll be advocating for drafting our quarterback in the seventh round. Well, it is funny. Uh, my uh, my I'm point kidding. to the, my point to the Detroit Lions in this NFC Championship game has a lot to do with uh, the topic from Big Deal No Big Deal. Well, that's a big big part of it. Well, then I can guarantee you. Sorry, Christian Fourier can guarantee you right now. The Detroit Lions will not win the Super Bowl, and I have no idea what the hell is a motivator bag. Big deal or no big deal is next. Now, more Crash and Fourier on WEEI. You got anything to say for yourselves? We didn't think it was that big a deal. No big deal. It's a big deal. Big deal. Nothing's a big deal. It's no big deal. No big deal. I don't know how to put this, but kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal in New England right now. No big deal. You know what? Actually, I feel like this is no big deal. Not a big deal. Is that how everyone feels? Not a big deal. Huh? Big deal. Who cares? Can't deal with it. I can't deal with it. This is a huge deal. Oh, big deal. No big deal. All right, we'll get to uh, why the Detroit uh, Lions will not uh, win the sure Super Bowl. You, you sure you okay. don't want to do that first? That's no. way better than this. No, no, we start with this to get ourselves going. Uh, Kickstart. Okay, I'm going. This is our. This is uh, you I know the, the my door. motor. My, the, you know, I talked to you guys about the motivator bag that I had when I was in college. Take a big sniff of it, and it got you all. Yeah, what up. is this thing? So this is just ammonia. This is a uh, coop brought this in. Those little smelling salts things that you see the football players use on the sideline, right? You ever seen where they try to wake themselves up? That's all it is. I thought they're not allowed to use those anymore because you have to. Who go said a, that? Because you have to go into concussion protocol now really? instead of doing that. I don't know. So no, I, I'm sure they're there, but okay. So I'm gonna just real quick, and uh, we're gonna get motivated to do this segment, right? That's the key. So you go first. Go ahead. Just kind of take the cap off, but as soon as it take, just take a just take a sniff. Coop, one shot on on uh, my boy Gresh here. Here he comes. Are you setting me up? No, for something? I just did it. You saw me do it. Yeah, go but ahead. you're different. Real, of course I am. Go ahead. Come on. Stop being a baby. Come on. Peer pressure. Come on. Let's go. Here he goes. Right, Here ready? goes Gresh. There you go. And I'm already getting a whiff of it. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so strong. <laughs> hey, not in on Gresh. Hey, not in on reviving Gresh. Coop, get in here. Mouth to mouth Gresh. It was strong. I told you it was strong. Get up. Oh, God. He's actually not moving. Maybe there's a... Gresh uh, took uh, our own version of the motivator bag. One, you didn't even take a full sniff of it. Can somebody get uh, Ken in here? And maybe he can help us do- finish this segment off. Hello, oh, hold on. He's still down. Should we take a break? This is serious. No, we, we got to go for five oh, We got to go for five more. Somebody come move him. Billy. Move him. <laughs> Come roll him into his seat. Get up. Mickey loves you. So Gresh took a big whiff of the uh, motivator bag hack, and I don't think it was, it was rough, wasn't it? It's awful. It was pretty strong, too, wasn't it? I, I, I got to leave. <laughs> Give it to me. All right, you ready? No. Oh, man. It's not supposed to make you sick, Gresh. It's supposed to pep you up. I think I broke my ankle. Great. There, there goes a lawsuit. Somebody call HR. I said we should do the other one first. Okay. It's not supposed to bring you down, Gresh. It's supposed to pick you up. It's a motivator bag, not a I go to sleep bag. Yeah, you want to motivate me? Put a bunch of money in there. That'll work. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. Big deal, no big deal, Gresh. Are you ready? 
Are you I, ready? I, Have you recovered yet? I suppose. All right, so listen. The tease was I can guarantee you uh, why the, the Detroit Lions will not win the Super Bowl because it's the jinx of all jinxes. When a, when a fan gets a, a tattoo of the Lombardi Trophy in the year they're going to win it before the game is even played. Okay, so this is a quick little audio clip from a midday Detroit. I couldn't find who the actual anchor was, but here she is describing what happened in the, and what the fan is doing. 49er fans are counting down to this Sunday's big <laughs> game against the Detroit Lions, but one diehard Detroit fan says he already knows his team has it in the bag. That's why he got this tattoo, a Lombardi trophy with a Lions logo and the year 2024. He says he got the tattoo before the season even started. I got this early August, a week before the first preseason game. I knew, I knew they were doing it. It's happening. Yeah, there's a few haters out there, but mostly everyone's been positive. He says the Lions will win the Super Bowl, and he's never been so sure of anything in his life. Oh, no. Big deal, no big deal, Gresh. A Lions fan gets a tattoo and guarantees that they're going to win because he's never been more, of, more sure of anything in his life. You know what? This, to me, is... Now, such a no big deal that it's not even worth the time of the news people. I go through this all the time. Whenever, like, the Patriots are in the playoffs or, like, AFC championship game, we're doing the post game down there. Like, Providence, they'll be like, uh, let's go to NC Karolowitz where they're making the championship T-shirts now. And it's like people don't want to watch T-shirts coming off a line, right? And it's kind of the same thing here. Like, this is the... Oh, boy, I'm a news director, and what do we do? When it, okay, well, let's find a human interest story, and there's got to be an idiot out there who got a tattoo. Oh, he sent it into the newsroom? Great. It just feels like they do this every year in every city. There's some idiot who can't help himself. Well, so that, that is, that's ultimately it. It's less about the, 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 the news st station. It's about the guy well, willingly getting a tattoo with the year, and I would say, like, hey, get the tattoo of the Lombardi Trophy. Get the Detroit Lions. Don't put the year down yet. Wait until they actually win it. Then put the year. You're killing me. You're now a tattoo artiste. You're I'm not an artiste. I'm telling them, like, it, at least have some sort of, like, you know, get out of jail free card. Because what are you going to do? If it doesn't happen. Get out of jail free card. Well, yeah, the get out jail free card is like you're not, um, so you know, you're, you're not held. Team that's never won a Lombardi you're not a held to the 2024 year. That's the problem. So, yeah, and I would say, so is like it 2024 or 2023? It's 2023. Thank you. That's the other. Champions. That's yeah. the other thing. It's not. It's not. It's the the Super Bowl is being held in 2024, but you would be the 2023 Super Bowl champs. So, like with the Celtics, their season was 23-24. Yes. So, so it's a little bit more challenging. But for was, baseball and football, it's the one year. People in the Twitch have said that uh, it's like the Celtics guy who did the, you know, I put the banner on, but to your point, you leave the year off so that you can add to it or whatever. Yeah, last and week I saw a video of a Bills fan who got it the day before the game against the Chiefs, oh, and he was God. sitting in the stands. I mean, it's just, just, it's so stupid. It's just a waste of money. Well, not, not tattoos. I'm not anti-tattoo at all, but that particular tattoo, like... I, when the team, when the kick goes through the uprights and it's good, go the next day or, or book it the, the next week. Like, don't. Exactly. It, no, yeah. no, but you're not a real fan. Like, because he says, you know, hey, last year he started really vibrant when the Lions went on that run, right? And they won all those games and they ended up, what did they end up beating? The Giants, I think. And they didn't even make it to the playoffs. They just knocked somebody else out of the playoffs. 
that's when he became, you know, had this love affair with Dan Campbell and everything. He believed that he could he would he could see it happening then last year. Fast forward to this year, they're in the NFC Championship game against the San Francisco 49ers. This is why they will not win the Super Bowl because this guy just jinxed them. So That's a big deal. So it's this guy's fault. Absolutely. So when, they lose, so yep. when, when Kansas City loses, it's on Taylor Swift. Yep. And when Detroit loses, it's on, what's this guy's name? Yeah, Dick Alex Hertz. Chepska. Oh, yeah. All right. Old Chepska screwed it up. <laughs> well, I would say we should change our bets right now. Based on this, I will do a side bet that Kansas City loses and Detroit loses strictly because of the, what you just said. I would They s- lose because of that. Um, yeah, I would say, uh, you might want to take your motivator bag and just <laughs> stick it in your box. Get rid of that. Uh, it's a big deal. No big deal. Who? It should be bad idea. Good idea. Bad idea. Motivator oh, bag was bad hey, idea. You know what? Maybe that's how we get into the Patriots offensive <laughs> coordinator talk next. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.